Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the happy hour. You guys want the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket. TheTicketFM.com. Nick Sainert and Rico with you guys as usual. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's the day? Cold. Cold. It Cold. Is, it is chilly. Um. Anyway, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Heyman Tech Sign are both open to you guys the entire show today as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers Live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter and Allo Channel 951 all there for you guys throughout the course of the show. Uh, we have a lot of stuff on deck. We're going to be joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska, as we usually are at 1.30 on Wednesdays. Uh, he'll break down a little Husker football stuff going into the weekend and a little Husker basketball action because Nebraska opens up their season on Monday against Lindenwood. And so uh, that's another thing just to keep in mind as uh, we go forward here. Nebraska basketball starts their season, their regular season against Lindenwood on Monday night at Pinnacle Bank Arena. They're Lindenwood, home. beautiful campus. You've been there. I have. Tell wh- When were you at Lindenwood? Uh, back in 2016, I want to say. We had our outdoor um, conference meet there for the wow. NIAA because they used to be D2. I think they moved, they moved up to D1 like a couple years after that. They were talking about it. We were talking to some of the people there, and they were excited to move up to D1. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were D2, and we went out there for conference. And they had their rugby team, their women's rugby team, playing or practicing um, right before we got there. And they were scary. 
They were very tough. Ladies. So Lindenwood, based out of St. Charles, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lindenwood University. Um, so what campus? They were having a party when we really? when we uh, got there. There there was like the door, like so the track is like on top of like a hill uh, on the campus, and we were driving in. And their dorms are all right there. And they had this like sand volleyball area and they had a DJ and they were like just having a party because it was the end of the end of the school year. Dang, that's cool. All right. So let's uh, let's just look a little bit at Lindenwood here. They are a football program. They are the Lions, I believe. They are. Nice job, Rico. The Lindenwood University Lions, three and five in football this year. So not a great. They, you can they you can not, catch a lot of their games on ESPN Plus though. They were not very good in the MIAA as well, but the MIAA has Northwest Missouri State, so that's it that doesn't is, matter no matter what. They they kind of do everything in Central Missouri now. The Mules they're actually really good. So that's right. I know they uh, Southeast Missouri State's also good in yes. Division One. I mean in Lindenwood's SCM, division SCMU. That's I want to say they're like green and yellow. No, they're not. They're not. Oh, they're the uh, Mustangs. They are not. Dang it, I don't Red Hawks. I don't remember that one. I believe they're the Red Hawks. Anyway, so yeah, Nebraska basketball will start against Lindenwood. Lindenwood, <clears throat> excuse me, will have to. I always look. I always find it fascinating looking at these lower uh, universities and seeing where they have to travel early mm-hmm. on in the season. So they'll travel to Nebraska, obviously, next Monday. Then Thursday, travel to Iowa State. Mm. So they got to travel to Iowa State. Then they'll play. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's going on. Hannibal LaGrange University. I'm sorry, what? Yep. Hannibal LaGrange University in St. Charles, Missouri. It's going to be a home game for them. Okay. And then they have to play in the Air Force tournament. Hannibal Lecter University. <laughs> I guess I guess so. <laughs> and then they have to play in the Air Force tournament against Air Force UNO and uh, William and Mary. Is it at Air Force? It is at Air Force. Uh, I've driven by the Air Force campus. Uh, it looks beautiful. So, I mean, not not that difficult of a schedule. Colorado Springs. Not that different, uh, difficult of a schedule for Lindenwood, except for the starting game against Nebraska. So we're going to talk to Steve about that uh, in, in a little bit. Uh, 402-464-5685. Once again, the Honda Lincoln hotline and the starter Heyman text line. You say that like Nebraska basketball is going to be difficult. They should be. Should be. They should be. Uh, but you can chime in on the show as well there on the uh, Honda Lincoln hotline and the starter Heyman text line, as well as the starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Okay. It is a Wednesday, and if you do not listen to the show regularly, shame on you. If you do, uh, you know what Wednesday means. First off, how dare you? Yeah, <laughs> but you know what Wednesday means. It means stop rate rankings uh, have been updated. I was going to say waffles. And waffles. We did it, have waffles. It has been an incredible day at the ticket. We had heavenly waffles. We had some visitors come out and hang out with us for a couple hours as well. We had three, no, two separate groups of visitors. Yeah, it, it's it's been an awesome day here at 93.7 The Ticket. Come on down, 10th and 0 or 11th and 1040 O Street. Uh, come hang out. Get yourself some milk coffee. Get yourself some Beatrice Bakery and uh, hang out with us. There's some cupcakes left over if you guys want them from Mark. So there you go. Uh, anyways, yes. let's let's talk stop rate because I actually got tagged in this on Twitter. So people are starting to take note. People know we like stop rate. I'm also mad they only tagged you. People, people know I'm that I'm a, a big of, stop rate guy. I'm also a fan of stop rate. People, have I gotten you to become a fan of StopRate? I've always liked StopRate. We talked about StopRate last year. We did. Anyway, so once again, I, I tweeted this out earlier in, during the game, I think, on Saturday, that Nebraska's StopRate rankings for the entire season. And tomorrow, I, I can put, I'm, I'm going to promise you guys this. Tomorrow, what I want to talk about 
is the fact that I'm going to, I'm going to take this statistic and take the Michigan game out of it. Okay. Makes so, sense. because this is what I want to do. So I tweeted, I tweeted this out Saturday, Nebraska's defense out of 94 drives mm-hmm. has forced a punt, a turnover or a turnover on down 73% of the time. This is for the entire season, right? Mm-hmm. And that included the 24 yard touchdown on like third down and 15 when Purdue took over on their own 24. But then Nebraska's defense over the course of the entire season is allowing points just a, around 25% of the time. So one out of every four drives, they're either allowing a field goal or a touchdown. That's pretty nice. A lot of times we've seen Nebraska's defense be able to bail out Nebraska's offense by only forcing a field goal, right? When they've been put in some inopportune situations. Nebraska's defense has also had those those times where they've been put in inopportune situations where you would think that team's going to get a field goal and somehow, some way, yeah. Nebraska's defense forces them out of field goal range and they have to punt. And part Which, of it, that like, is my favorite. That is, I love oh, that. Well, and like you think back to what was it, the Northwestern game where Northwestern took over after Nebraska turned it over on their first drive. And I, I can't remember off the top of my head if they forced a field goal attempt that they missed it or if I think Northwestern ended up turning it over potentially. But either way, Purdue on last Saturday, they ended up committing a couple penalties yep. that Fumbled. forced them out of field goal range. But then still to that point, you can use that as a, all right, well, Nebraska's defense didn't commit the penalties for them. I get that. However, you can say that Nebraska's defense didn't give up nine yards on third and 20 to put them back into field goal range. Nebraska's defense didn't allow them to get, you know, 15 yards mm-hmm. on third and 20 to put them into field goal range or into the possibility of going for it on fourth. They're still holding them to fewer than, you know, four or five yards on third down and long which is keeping them out of field goal range and not even giving them a chance to think about going for it. You could also say Nebraska's defense kind of forced them into those turnovers by uh, Purdue being, you know, a a little fearful of Nebraska's pretty nice pass rush. And maybe, you know, you get a false start because you're trying to get a head start on the defensive end or the outside linebacker. You get a hold because they're getting past you and you don't want your quarterback to be taken down. So Mm -hmm. although those are, you know, penalties are self-inflicted, at the same time, you can say that the defense is also having some sort of impact in the offense committing those penalties. So let's let's update this. And so, like I said, tomorrow we're gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to dive into this whole taking the Minnesota possessions out of it, the good and the bad Michigan. defensive possessions. Michigan, yes, not Minnesota. Excuse me, the bad, the good and the bad Michigan possessions. And then I want to keep continue evolving on this into. Where is Nebraska's defense usually having to start on the field? Because I think it's going to be a, a gross number. It's definitely going to be the other side, the wrong side of the fifty. Exactly. Well, well, maybe not average, because you think about average a lot of the touchbacks. Well, the average is going to be closer to the fifty. But if the you're 50. but if you're thinking about it, it seems more often than not Nebraska's defense is taking over, like yeah. either side, like right at the 50 or the wrong side of the 50. That's what it's that's what it seems like. Maybe you're just rem- maybe I'm just remembering all of the negative parts the of really it. Bad although ones. although Brian Buschini has had a pretty nice year, you know, punting teams into into the other side, but it's a lot of the turnovers or just just negative opportunities. Well, so Nebraska in turnover margin by the way, negative minus 9. They are minus 9. Yes. They are minus nine. Good for tied for 129th in the country. They are minus nine and they have five wins. Well, and that's what's crazy. So, for example, the team that they're tied with right now 
is Arizona State. Arizona State is two and six overall. And this is what this is. I mean, a great what has happened correlation and, and just like example of what Nebraska's defense has been able to do. Okay, because if, if if any team, I mean, we could go down the list here. Hawaii, losing record. Army, losing record. Temple, losing record. Arizona State, losing record. Michigan State, losing record. Those are all, Indiana, those are all teams. I, I would, I don't want to go through like the Middle Tennessees, the Boise's, the yeah. UCS, the Tulsa's, because I don't know their records by off the top of my head. But I would be, I would be encouraged to say that if you are rated below in the hundreds most of the time in turnover margin, you're either going to be around 500 or you are going to be below 500. But somehow, some way, Nebraska's defense has been able to help the Huskers out into despite a minus nine turnover margin throughout the entire season, they are on average losing the turnover margin by one and a half per game. When you, when you talk about that, well, then that's when you become a, a 500 ball club. But when Nebraska's here sitting there at, at five and three, mm-hmm. that defense has helped out quite a bit. Look, even against bad offenses, if you give them two more possessions on average, one and a half, you give them two more possessions. They're likely to get some type of points out of that if your defense isn't yeah. as good as Nebraska's has been. I'm not going to say that it's elite quite yet, but it is trending in the great area. Mm-hmm. Like they they have been able to force teams, as as Nick will get into with the stop rate numbers, into probably not turnovers because they're minus nine, but into punts or into missing field goals or just you know turning the ball over on downs, and that's giving Nebraska the opportunity to unfortunately turn the ball over more and still have chances at winning the game. It's also important to note here. I I was looking this up. Nebraska's allowed. Nebraska's really good out of the locker room on defense. Their second and fourth quarters are a little bit more disappointing. Nebraska has only allowed in, in throughout eight games has only allowed a total of 20 points in the first quarter. Nebraska, once again, Nebraska's only allowed 20 points total in the first quarter all season long. Now, how many points have they scored in the first quarter? 13. Yeah. I mean, th- this is this is what's interesting here. So Nebraska is able to dom Nebraska has dominated the third quarter this year. Mm-hmm. So Nebraska, once again, they they're allowing a total all throughout eight games, 20 points in the first, and 17 total points in the third quarter. All allowing. Season- They've only allowed okay. all season long. Nebraska has only allowed 17 total points in the third quarter. Wow. So you want to talk about coming out of the locker room, whether it's at the start of the game or at the start of the second half, Nebraska has been able to do so. You know what? You know what that is that coming out of the ha- at a halftime and only allowing 17 points. That's something that we, everyone had a problem with in previous regimes is adjustments mm-hmm. is seeing what the other team is doing to you to stop you or to, to get, take the advantage of you on the, on the offensive side and for your defensive side and being able to adjust to that. Oh, they're having a lot of success with these screen plays or with these passes to the middle of the field. Let's figure out a way to take that away. Oh, they're having success running up the middle. Let's, you know, do this with our defensive line, our linebackers to take this away. That is something the adjustment period at halftime that a lot of people, myself included, have mm-hmm. had issues with when it comes to the to not this Nebraska team, but to Nebraska football over the last couple of years. And they're showing Tony White and this defensive unit are showing 
that they can adjust to teams after halftime. And really, I mean, on the fly, based on how well that they're doing this season, but especially coming out of halftime, if a team is having, you know, limited success, but success in the first half, they're going to come out of halftime and be able to shut those teams down by seeing what they do well and taking that away. Well, and as as a texter has pointed out, and I was just looking it up, uh, 14 of those 20 first quarter points come from Michigan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, and how about this? Seven of the 17 total points come against Michigan. So they have allowed, was it 14 of the 20? So, so six in the first quarter outside of Michigan. And this and is this is 10. why this experiment is going to be really fascinating. Once you take Michigan. Removing out. the Michigan game. And, that, and that's not to say, uh, that's not me trying to move the goalposts here. Because that, that's not what I'm trying to get at at all. Look, we all know the Michigan game happened. Y- yeah, and, and it's it's important to obviously move on yeah. or you know to, to incorporate that because you had the Sunday practice where Matt Rule said you know we practice practice and then Nebraska's now rattled off how many in a row so but if you take I'm sorry to interrupt no, it's you fine. again if you take teams that are and I know this might get some people a little riled up more on the level of Nebraska if you take teams that are at your level whoa discounting Michigan come on man. this this stop rate all these numbers that Nick's going to put together will make you see Nebraska as like, hey, this is actually a pretty good team once they get, and this isn't to discount the people on the roster right now, if once they get more talent and once they get more accustomed to the plays, the play calls, when you get the young guys who are making an impact now and they're in here for another year, they get, as multiple people say, bigger, faster, stronger, smarter uh, in, in this program and they're able to know the plays and help other people out and do whatever they need to do. Once they get that going, you look at how they do against teams like them and you can see where this team might be able to go well so how about this okay and, and these these statistics of the score by by quarters comes from from the huskers.com site so we we already talked about seven of the 17 in the third quarter came from against michigan right mm-hmm. the other seven or excuse me the other 10 yep came against colorado so you're talking about two outside of those two games Nebraska has not allowed a point in the third quarter against Minnesota, against Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech, Illinois, Northwestern, Purdue. Not a single point has been allowed in the third quarter. That's uh, that's incredible. That's pretty nice. That's incredible. And it, it's it's once again it goes back to the sentiment and this idea like dang, Nebraska's offense just pick it up a little bit. 
please. Like, just give, and on the scoreboard on Saturday, yes, it was a 38 or 31 to 14 victory. Like, yes, in terms of the, the margin in between the two teams on the scoreboard, yeah, it's, it's somewhat comfortable, right? And Matt Rule said that earlier this week, like, hey, hey, if you told us that we won 31-14, like, we're happy. I, but once again, so Nebraska and Kip just got in the car, so he asked us to repeat it. So we were talking, Nebraska's defense, really good out of the locker rooms. In the first quarter, they've allowed a total of 20 points all season long. On, in the third quarter, they've allowed a total of 17 points in that third quarter all season long. Seven of those in the third quarter came against Michigan. The other 10 of the third quarter came against Colorado. The other six games that you've played in, not a single point allowed in the third quarter. And even if you want to say, because I, I just thought those are the two best offenses you faced. Yeah, cool. You've still faced other offenses, and they haven't scored against you in the third quarter. Well, it doesn't and, matter and, if those and, are the two best that you faced. And once again, it's been at the inner, inopportune times. That's what's more important, is that it's not even the necessary, like, all right, Northwestern, are they a top 50 offense? No. Is Purdue? Probably not, right? It's the situations that this defense gets put in time and time again. Mm -hmm. Time and time again, Nebraska's defense gets put in situations where they they're backed up against their goal line. They're in situations where they only have 35 yards to work with when the opposing team, frankly, is pr pretty close to field goal range, if not already in there. I mean, picture Nebraska's offense being able to put together a competent drive. Uh, that's rude. Put together a drive against Michigan or Colorado that doesn't end after four plays. That doesn't end with a punt right away. I'm not saying they score. I'm not saying not even saying they get a field goal. They get to the 50, they punt it. You know, they take a couple of minutes off the clock, whatever. Yeah. Who's to say that they don't allow just seven points in the, in the third quarter? Well, and again, that's, you know, just you know, just some dumb talking. But I'm just saying, if the Nebraska's offense is able to put together some drives and not throw the defense back on there on their side of the 50, on the wrong side of the 50, who's to say what the defensive statistics actually would, could look like? And, and that's what's, I mean, so, so fun to watch, I think, with Nebraska's defense is that they continue to do it consistently. Like, this is just such a, a consistent product, frankly, that Nebraska's defense is putting out there every single game. And it doesn't feel like they'll slow down. Like, Nebraska fans, I think if you ask, like, if you ask me, I'm expecting their defense to travel on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And it's also like this group to where I don't see. And, and understanding the Michigan situation, I get it. I don't see a collapse. Like, this isn't the type of defense. And, and how we've heard Tony White and seen him operate, this is a big part of it. He's not going to allow a collapse to happen. Which, what I mean by that is, if Nebraska does come out and their defense has to face some adversity, they allow some points. It's not a woe-is-me type of reaction in my eyes. It's it's like, okay, Nebraska's defense struggled in that first quarter. I don't expect that to carry over for four quarters. It won't be the it won't be like Michigan. That was that I think that's the last time you see that where they I don't want to say they gave up, but they they had instances of like this sucks and there's no way that we can do anything about it. Yeah. They won't I, have that. And that was that was the last straw, last time that that'll happen, at least for this season, you would think, based on how Tony White, like you said, has been talking about this defense, how the players on the defense have been talking about it. And, you know, you had that Sunday practice where they practice practice. And that was maybe in this season, the last instance of you're getting 
you know, this team is getting to you. They're just outmatching you. And you're like, okay, well, there's nothing we can do about it now. I'm also curious because when Nebraska is not facing big 10 opponents, right? Because as Rico's talked about, as we talk about and somewhat sometimes make a joke out of the offenses in the big 10 West specifically, these statistics that we're seeing and the performances that we're seeing this, those types of numbers allow you to stay in games that you aren't supposed to be in. Those, those give your program a shot against teams that you're not supposed to be with, mm-hmm. right? Because through everything, right? Nebraska is not on the level of an Ohio State. Nebraska is not on the level of an Alabama or a can. I mean, Kansas State, or they're, like they're not on that level quite yet. Probably Kansas State was a bad one to throw in there. Last year, Kansas but, State. Yeah, last year, Kansas State. But they, they, you guys get my, get my understanding, right? But with numbers like this, even if they're not this dramatic, you're still sitting here and saying, okay, offense, we just need you to score 28. We need you to score 24. And we're going to be able to do our job. But what we saw in the Michigan game, unfortunately, was early on, early three and outs, getting behind the chains early right? Because of penalties, because of just inability to make plays or make guys miss just being outmatched turnovers. And then Michigan in an advantageous position when they took over on offense an unbelievably athletic play by Roman Wilson in the end zone on that catch. <laughs> right. And it just started to snowball a little bit. Well, we, we just both said that we don't believe that that snowball is, is a factor or is a possibility anymore. And then I think also Nebraska's continued to just evolve and young guys have grown up. The Cameron Lenharts have continued to grow. The Riley Van Pobbles, Prince Will Uman Miel and Elijah Judy's. Those guys have all continued to grow through this valuable game experience against lesser opponents. Yes, but that just prepares you better for when you're playing greater opponents. I think you've also seen guys who have been on this roster for a little bit for a while grow in this season alone some guys who maybe you you thought might make some contributions but not to this level i mean and it's like not to like an isaac gifford like he's he's leading the team in tackles i don't know if yeah. anybody before the season would have said you know who you know who's going to lead the team in tackles isaac gifford i i don't know how many people well, would have said that been, it probably would have been a, a, one of the linebackers yeah that somebody yeah. was going go to he's out he's out here making plays a Phelan sanford stepping in for an injured deshaun singleton out here making plays you know getting by blockers making tackles a makai bayer making open field tackles early mm-hmm. in the season like all of these guys taking these steps forward even you know like you just said, the younger guys, but some of the guys who have been here for a little bit who are still learning a new defense, learning a new offense, whatever, who are taking those steps forward and becoming leaders even with this new staff. So like everything has just kind of gone together and mixed together the old guys, the young guys, and this new defense to to get put together into this defense with such an amazing stop rate that you just yeah. look at it and you're like, what in the world happened? Let's let's go to stop right here because we're going to get to Steve. Steve can't talk for as long as normal today, so we're going to go a little bit longer in this first segment here, which is totally fine because now we can look at actual stop rate number, right? And and if you if you haven't joined the program, if you don't know, uh stop rate, it's it's the percentage of a defense's drives that ended a punt, turnover or a turnover on downs. And we're going to probably do this every Wednesday at one o'clock because this is when, they the, the, this is when the, the new numbers come out from the athletic.com. Um, and Max Olson as well. And so we're probably going to probably going to reference them because Nebraska is also pretty high up on the list and they continue to rise on this list. 
So stop rate standings brought to you by nobody yet. Nobody yet. So the picture is always a good indicator of one, what team is going to be discussed the most. It's Jamari Butler. Jamari Butler and the Nebraska Cornhuskers are the picture on this article, right? And once again, you can check it out at theathletic.com. And it starts out this way. Nebraska is one win away from bowl eligibility for the first time in 2016. Um, how is Matt Rule getting it done? With a defense that's quickly rising up the ranks as one of college's college football's best in stop rate. Now, how about this? They finished Nebraska. They finished 93rd in stop rate last season. And in this week's standings has climbed to number 23. They've won five of the last six games. And this was one of the best defenses in the country in the month of October. We already told or heard from Matt Rule also that Nebraska, for the first time in 22 years, went undefeated in the month of October, right? Nebraska's stop rate, and this is what I, I mean, really turn up that dial here. Listen, Nebraska's stop rate during the three-game winning streak that they are currently on is 87.2%, which is good for fourth best in college football and second among all Power 5 defenses behind Michigan in the, in the month of October. But one more time. Nebraska's stop rate during its current three-game winning streak is 87.2%. So they are forcing a turnover, a turnover on downs, or a punt 87.2% of the time. That's what, that's what wins can do, right? That's what, So how about this? Over the past month, this defense in the month of October has surrendered a total of 22 points over 39 drives. They ranked among the top 10 nationally in yards per play with four yards per play. They're allowing 66 rushing yards per game, and they have only they have allowed 12 first downs per game. The three and out rate only 12 first downs per game. How about this? Okay. They are forcing three and outs. Yep. 46% of the time. That is something that a lot of people want. That Nebraska's defense for a while has been solid on first and second down. But Mm -hmm. getting off the field on third down, it's where they struggled. And now they're getting 47? Yeah, 46%. 46% of the time, they're getting off the field on third down. During the three-game streak, this Huskers defense hasn't allowed a touchdown on six trips into the red zone. In the last, in six trips into the red zone, Nebraska has not allowed a touchdown. This is stuff that fans can rally around. Yeah, that's solid. That's that's, in, that's, yeah, that's incredible. That's, you, they're they're twenty yards from six points, and you're, you know, forcing them back out of field goal range. Whatever you're doing, or you're only allowing three points. It's it's out of six stunning. out of six trips. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's incredible. So once again, um. Just some some really crazy statistics. Once again, Nebraska rakes 23rd in stop rate. They've had 94 defensive drives. They're forcing a punt turnover or a turnover on down 72% of the time throughout the entire season. Um, basically, once again, I mean, Michigan's at the top. Just to give you an idea, Michigan's at the top through 81 defensive drives. Now, it's important to note the number of drives. Nebraska's defense has been on the de- on the, on the field a lot more. Excuse me, then Michigan's defense for yeah, 13 more drives. That's also something that you need to take into account when looking at the stop rate um, is that 
Nebraska's defense compared to a decent amount of these other defenses that are going to be pretty high up on here is on the field a lot because yeah. of the inept offense that they are currently working with. Yeah. Um, inept was brutal. Why do I keep using mean words? It's okay, though. It's all right. So let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. We're going to dive into these numbers a little bit. Uh, also get him get his thoughts on the Huskers versus the Spartans this week and uh, talk a little Husker hoops. As uh, Casey Tomonaga, we still don't know what the update is with him. Eli Rice, buy the stock now. Um, let's go ahead and talk all those things with Steve coming up next. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.